It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday. Yeah, it's me. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented. Welcome back, John. Thank you, John. Spears on Sports presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Feels like it's been a month, Scooter. It does. I can confirm, yeah. Uh, it's only been five days, but feels like it's been a month. I landed today, 940 Spirit Airlines. Hello. Nice. No. <laughs> no. I was in the emergency seat. If there was a problem, I had to help people. That's always fun. I had a little leg room, but man, those seats are not wide enough for me. Ah, it's Wednesday, February 14th. Welcome to the show. Happy Valentine's Day, Scooter. Boo. I came don't, back just for you. Don't ever tell me that again. Happy V-Day. Uh, flying back with my wife from Fort Lauderdale. I got four hours of sleep last night. You so didn't I'm, sleep on the plane? I'm on fumes. I did doze on the plane. Okay. But the seat kept squeezing me. <laughs> uh, and they're not quiet on Spirit Airlines. Hey, here's another promotional announcement. You need to get a Spirit Airlines credit card. Get your Spirit Air, Spirit Airlines Visa card. No. Shut up. I'm trying to take a nap. <laughs> uh, my wife woke me up at 4 a.m. We got to get ready. Oh, what time's our flight? 6.40, we board. I go, it's 4 o'clock. Yeah, you got to be there two hours early. Yeah. No, we didn't because we sat around for an hour and a half <laughs> waiting to get on the plane. That's always the dumbest rule. Oh, uh, M&M Cards Highline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450. To join in on the conversation, Thornton's text line is open. You can text the show at 414-1450. And stop by Thornton's today, get your icy cold thirst quencher. It's golf weather. Stop by Thornton's and get that icy cold thirst quencher. Only 89 cents right now for fountain drinks, 32 ounces or smaller. Come in today, grab a fountain drink, hit me up. On the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I was up late to watch Kentucky and Louisville last night. Mm -hmm. And I watched all of the Kentucky game, a little bit of the Louisville game. Oh, Cardinals. They just break your heart. I don't know why we think they're good all of a sudden. <laughs> they're beating, playing bad teams. But they're up eight at halftime last night. Yeah. Getting 10. For the record, not that I, not that I approve of such wagering, and I got outscored by twenty in the second half. Yikes! Not good. Cats win. Defense was, I guess, marginally better. Yeah. Ole Miss only scored sixty three. Ole Miss is not great. They're five and six in conference. They are eighteen and six overall. They were ranked earlier in the year. Chris Beard's doing a pretty good job. He can coach a little bit. Ugo Onyenso had 10 block shots last night. Now, they gave him 10. A couple of them were on lob passes that just he swatted them out of there. Yeah. They weren't shots. Should have been a steal. I, I don't know what the rule is. I don't know what it should be. But anyway, he was great. Uh, we'll talk about the Cats' win over Ole Miss. Are they back? Oh, is Cal tweak something? Oh, I was ready to come on at halftime last night. I said, okay, the show's going to be fun tomorrow because now I can say, Kenny Payne coming back? At halftime, I thought Kenny Payne was coming back. They're playing for him. They figured it out. 
Well, offensively, they have. But they can't guard me. Boston College shot 57% last night. I was surprised when I woke up and saw that score this morning because I had I had tuned out pretty much at halftime and I saw the score. I was like, "Wait, what?" Another great half and another terrible half. That's uh, Louisville basketball. Hey, at least you get one great half. Scott Clark didn't play again. Broken rib. They seem to score a lot more points when he's not in the lineup. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason that is, whether that's more minutes for Tyler Johnson, um, more minutes for Caleb Glenn. I don't know what it is, but when he's not in there. They seem to score a few more points. Uh, I haven't gotten to talk to, about Super Bowl with you. Did you have the winner? I did have the winner. I think yeah. you, me, and Tony all said, yep. take the Chiefs, take the Chefs. Does Taylor and Travis get engaged today? At no. The, at the parade. No. Today, today's parade day. They've only been dating since June. There's no way they're getting engaged. They're, Although, all it. the... It's Valentine's Day and they're in love. All the videos of them I'm just after saying. the Super Bowl have been pretty awesome. Awesome or get a room? Gross. Uh, I, I think th- I think they're awesome. Hey. I, I'm I'm okay with a little PDA. <laughs> a little PDA. Uh, before we get to sports, I got to tell you my Cincinnati airport. Oh, let's hear it. Or Northern Kentucky. It's in Covington. So I got to go up there Friday morning on a bus with Bellerman to fly to Fort Myers for the game against Florida Gulf Coast, which was on Saturday. Go through security. Beep, beep, beep. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I've got two replaced knees. I've got titanium in my legs. So usually, you know, every other time it goes off, they look, they do the wand at my knee, and uh, go ahead. Well, the guy says, uh, turn around and look at that screen behind you. I look at it, and there's two red dots in the groin area. Oh, yeah. And he goes, uh, anything uh, you want to tell me about those red dots? I said, uh, it's a bright red. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. I got two titanium knees, but I don't have anything there. Uh, my wife will confirm. I don't have anything there. <laughs> no balls of steel. Uh, anyway, he says, uh, well, we're going to have to do a, uh, I'm going to have to do a physical check. And I said, and I said, uh, I'd like you to explain that, please. Can I get back in the machine? Try again. Maybe I'll pass this time. He said, No, that's that's not how it works. He said, uh, so he he's got a one of those blue latex gloves on. Oh man, yeah. And I'm thinking, how deep are we going to go here? No, no pun intended. And he says, uh, All right, I'm going to take the back of my hand. We're going to run it up your inner thigh from the front. In both sides, and then the back of my hand will go up a little bit into your front section, and then we're going to turn around and do the same thing on the back side. Valentine's Day a little early. Yes. Most action I've gotten in six weeks. <laughs> and he said, I said, uh, all right, you know, you don't know what to say, right? I, I really don't have anything there. And again, my wife will verify that. I got, I, I got no weapons. I got no metal. I don't know what this is. He says, uh, would you like to go to a private screening room? So he, I think he liked me, number one. <laughs> or is it fine to do it out here? I literally lifted my arms up over my head and said, let's do, and loudly, by the way, oh, let's do this in front of God and everybody. <laughs> I don't think he thought that was funny. 
you know, because you get loud, people start to look. Oh, yeah. Like, What's going on over there? I just had my hands up. He says, uh, well, you got to spread your legs a little bit further. Yes, sir. I can't. Yes, sir. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I'm puckered. I am puckered up. He goes front. He goes back. Obviously, I don't have anything metal or, you know, I'm not hiding a weapon. Tells me, thank, thank you and have a nice day. That was it? That was it. Sounds like he did like you. Uh, I was like. No, no, I looked at the screen. The screen does not lie. Yeah, no, he there were two red dots. He saw you coming and he told old girl to put him up on the screen. You know, you're not you may not be wrong. <laughs> so I don't want to say I was accosted or fondled or anything like that at the Northern Kentucky Airport, but uh it was interesting. So was that in front of the whole team and, and Scotty uh, the, and everything? Well, the team has uh TSA pre check. Oh, okay. Because I was late to the party this year, I don't have it. So they go yeah, on their way, and I have to go through security. But I did tell that story to just about everybody on the team, <laughs> and they got a big kick out of it. I did. Uh, I did the did the game Saturday a little more falsetto, <laughs> if you must know. Welcome to Bellarmine basketball. Oh my god! Knights lost again. By the way, they've got twenty losses now. Eastern Kentucky comes to Knights Hall Saturday night. It's a whiteout, 7 o'clock. This is the unfortunate part. EKU's number one in the league. They got a one-game lead over, I want to say Stetson, but that could be inaccurate. Um, Bellarmine went to Richmond a couple weeks ago, lost by 10 or 11. It was a good game. And this is an opportunity to, A, get a little payback, and B, get an important win that may or may not get you eventually into the A-Sun tournament. Only 10 of the top 12 make it. Bellarmine's in last place by two games right now with five to play. Hmm. So it's not a rosy picture. But this would be normally be great. 7 o'clock, Knights Hall. They're going to fill it up. It's a whiteout. Students will be there because they're on campus. Um, there are very few tickets available because season ticket holders are have first choice to get tickets. Should be a great crowd. But Kentucky plays at 6 at Auburn. Louisville plays at 6.30, and I know they they get, they stink, but they still play at 6.30, and I think that cuts down on the crowd a little bit. I hope it doesn't because it could be a fun night. The Farm Machinery Show, welcome to town, by the way, if you're listening. No kidding. Is going on at the uh, Kentucky Fair and Exposition Center, so Freedom Hall is taken. So the one game this year at Knights Hall is against Eastern Kentucky should be fun. By the way, did you see any of that Louisville game from Saturday? The uh, Georgia Tech game? No. Oh, or where, no, I was doing the uh, Bellarmine game. The crowd was fantastic. They they only after the foyer request it was only 7200, but it was awesome. I mean, everybody was on their feet, clapping, cheering. It was it was a good environment. They've been entertaining for the last two and a half weeks. Yeah. They really have. And I know it's not the greatest schedule in the world. You got you know, you got uh, Pitt coming up next on the road. You got Notre Dame coming to Freedom Hall. These are bad teams. Pitt, by the way, won at Virginia last night. They did. Convincingly. But they, these are not great teams. Boston College is not considered a great team. Boston College played Duke tough. I mean, it's it's BC. It doesn't move the needle. Right? Georgia Tech. It's Georgia Tech. Um, But a win's a win. And, man, last night, I, yeah, I, I don't get it. And that, again, I didn't see a lot of the game. 
It was Xfinity TV at this condo I was staying in in Fort Lauderdale, and I couldn't figure out the remote control. <laughs> I, it took me 10 minutes to go back and forth from the Kentucky game to the Louisville game, so finally I just left it on the Louisville game, on the Kentucky game. So nah, this game's more important anyway, which it, which it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my Northern Kentucky Airport story. Loved I'll it. take that one to uh, – I, I won't forget that one anytime <laughs> soon. I won't forget that one. So, Were you embarrassed at all? No, I don't get embarrassed. Okay. By, no, why? Wow, they didn't take my pants down. This no, was, I know, but a lot of a lot this of this was above the trowel. A lot of times, people <laughs> don't like the attention that that brings. to Oh them. no, I don't care. Okay. Come on, I should know that. Yeah, I hate people. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> people are the worst. Um, I'm not a big fan of people at all. But you know, I will make a scene. I will make a scene. Texture says they're closing Thornton's on First Street in Louisville. Heard that. That's not good. Downtown. Everybody's moving out of downtown. Texture says, who hurts Scoots? He hates all holidays. I don't hate all holidays. Wait a minute. Let me finish the reading of the text. I give you a ch- I will. Listen, uh, counselor, I will give you a chance to defend yourself. <laughs> I think someone hurt him on every holiday. That's why he hates them all. All right, you can respond. I, I don't hate all holidays. I just first I, of all, Valentine's Day is not a holiday. I hate the one-off holidays. For instance, Valentine's Day, Father's Day, Mother's Day. I think we just need more than one day. I was actually talking to one of the ladies here earlier today. What if we just had? I'd be much better off with it if we had a Valentine's Day, Father's Day, Mother's Day, like once a month, maybe once every two weeks. Then it would make more sense to me. What do you? What do you mean? I just, I don't, I feel like you should Every appreciate, weeks? you should appreciate your mom and dad all year round. It's the same thing with your love. Oh, you should appreciate God. them all year round. I hate that we have one day that that's singled out. Well, we never, I never take my wife out to eat on Valentine's Day. I don't care what day of the week. Attaboy. Because people are crazy. People are crazy. It's like going out on New Year's Eve. People are nuts. I just want every day, or I just want every day to live every day like the holiday. I got on the plane today. I said, happy Valentine's Day. This is your gift. <laughs> this trip, this little trip. Because I went to Fort Myers with Bellarmine. She flew down to Fort Lauderdale to be with our friends, uh, you know, Be- Becco. Mm-hmm. Beko, Becco. And now, his which wife. is it? You confused me. I think it's Becco. How it's do you B-E- not know? It's B-E-K-O. I have no idea. I think <laughs> How it's, do you it's, not know? Well, it's not his real name. How do you not know his nickname? It's not even his nickname. <laughs> it's a. It's one of those soccer jerseys he wears. All he wears is soccer jerseys. He's so weird. Um, so my wife flew down Thursday. I got done with the Bellarmine game on Saturday night, Sunday morning. I rented a car, drew, drove over and, uh, hung out for the last three days. What was the, how long was the trip? So that was her gift. How long was the drive? Two, two and a half? About two. Yeah. Not bad. I think bad. Not bad at all. One side of the uh, Florida straight across to the other. Well, that's a skinny part of Florida. In, they're actually in Hollywood, Florida, which is just south of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, where Gulfstream is, Gulfstream Park. Since Derby's coming up, Gulfstream Park. Hmm. Um, By the way, I hit my first uh, pick three while you were gone. That was fun. Cha-ching. Yeah. Actually, I've never even placed one. I placed one, $2 one, one like $44. It was great. Yeah, that's that's how they get you. Ooh, I can win. This is easy. And then uh, you're mortgaging, you're getting a second mortgage <laughs> on your house. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll talk a little Super Bowl. I know it's. I know I'm late to the party here. I do want to give you the uh, how the system did for the last uh, week while I was gone, and it's not great, but it's not terrible. So we'll talk about that as well. Breakdown: UK's win, U of L's loss. 
Uh, I don't know when the Hoosiers play again. Sunday? You told me Sunday? Sunday, yep. Are they done, by the way? Oh, yeah. No question. I mean, yeah. after what Purdue did to yeah, them, that was done. pretty uh, masculating. They're done. All right. We'll take a break. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio on this hump day. Hump day. There he is. Eminem Carnage hotline's open 384-1450, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. Get your text in the show at 414-1450. Um, system, since I've been gone, as Kelly Clarkson would say, since you've been gone, uh, nine wins, seven losses, one tie. Well, that ain't bad. It's a money maker. Yeah, you act, right? you acted like it was way worse. No, no, no. For, well, that's called a tease. Mm. Uh, Friday, two of two for two. VCU beat Dayton about two forty nine forty seven. That must have been a war. <laughs> and Nevada was a three point favorite, unranked Nevada at home, but they beat San Diego State by four, who was ranked twenty fourth at the time. Two and zero. Oh, Saturday there were some. Um. Yeah, Saturday went five, four, and one, so not terrible. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, five, three, and one. Um, UConn Georgetown. That's just dumb. Mm-hmm. By the way, tonight UConn DePaul yeah. is a system bet. And Tennessee Arkansas. They're not good. <laughs> no, I hate them. Now, both. UConn's twenty four and a half on the road, but DePaul's three and twenty. How are you about them? I, I took them. I had to. Three and 20. System. I had to. System's kind of falling apart. System's nine, seven, and one in the last six days. It, it just, from the outside perspective, it just seems like it's falling apart. But then you tell me those numbers, and I'm, nine, seven, I'm shocked. And one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, Tennessee's eight and a half on the road. Feels uh, like, that it, feels like an Arkansas. And there's cover. a really fun top 25 game tonight 11th ranked South Carolina at 13th ranked Auburn. South Carolina's got three losses, believe it or not. Four after tonight. Auburn is 11 and a half against 21 and three South Carolina. Think I, I think Auburn will roll tonight. That is an 830 game. Both the UConn DePaul and Tennessee Arkansas games are at nine o'clock. So stay up late. Scoots, stay up late. That's your homework. Stay up late and watch those games. Mm. I don't know if I can do it. Uh, North Carolina takes one on the chin last night. Last night, the system, by the way, was uh, one and two. Marquette beat Butler on the road by six. Iowa State beat Cincinnati on the road by nine. Cincinnati was actually favored in that game. Mm-hmm. And the um, big the big loser was Carolina. Syracuse, 86. North Carolina, 79. Um, Carolina beat them by 40 a couple weeks ago in Chapel Hill. 40. Um, Illinois beat Michigan by a lot. I can't can't do the math. 29. Uh, Baylor beat Oklahoma in the top 25 matchup. Dayton got back on the winning track last night. Creighton, oh, poor Georgetown. Beat Georgetown by 22. My BYU Cougars over Central Florida last night. They held on 90 to 88. How about Georgetown 1 and 12 in the Big East and they're not in last place? Well, the Blue Demons are not going anywhere anytime soon. Wisconsin beat Ohio State by 8, 
Pitt, as we mentioned earlier, upset 21st-ranked Virginia. And welcome to the top 25, Indiana State, and goodbye. Yeah. Illinois State, 80. Indiana State at home, 67. It's been 40 years since they've been in the top 25. It's Larry gonna Bird, be a, baby. Gonna Larry be Bird. Going to be another 40 before they get back in. Oh, man. That's rough. That's rough because, you know, you work and you work and you're you're 10 and 1. You're 13 and 1. You're 14 and 1. You're 18 and 2. And oh, we're in. Have you watched much of them this Beating. year? No. I love their uniform. They have th- their big man, Avila. He's He's been a lot of fun to watch all season long, but I actually tuned in for a good chunk of that game last night. Man, he stinks on defense. How many games do you um, broadcast, do you call per week? Me? Yeah. I'd say about two and a half on average. And you do this show. Mm-hmm. You match show. Mm-hmm. You do Kentucky, Kentucky roll, roll call in the morning. Yep. You do Rutherford sometimes. Mm-hmm. What are you doing watching Indiana State when you got free time? <laughs> that's that's what all this was leading up to. I was wondering where that was Indiana going. Indiana State, Illinois State, and you're I'd, flipping around going, oh, this looks like a good game. I'm and, a basketball junkie, John. Oh, my God. Love the game. All right, did you see what Jeff Walls did on uh, Thursday? I no, didn't, no, I'm sorry, Saturday? I Sunday. didn't see it, but I've heard about it. At Syracuse, cards are up 72-71. The female cards, you know you're not supposed to call them lady cards. Mm-hmm. They get mad at them. The women's basketball team up 72-71, fouls to give. And I always say, if you got fouls to give in the right situation, you use them. The cards use one, and the referee calls an intentional foul. Syracuse makes both free throws, gets the ball. Um, I don't know if the Cardinals ever had another chance to win the game or not. I think they did, but in any event, you're fouling on purpose. Everybody knows you're fouling on purpose, but unless you tackle somebody, rarely is that call. Very rarely is that call. And then um, Coach Walls, and I don't blame him, went off, went off on the officials in the post game. He got, he uh, has been reprimanded by the ACC, twenty thousand dollar fine. Um, but he was right. The officiating in college basketball has just gotten progressively worse. It's funny that we just brought just this up. Terrible, because Nick Curran, who broadcasts the games, he just posted on Twitter: new NCAA women's basketball rule interpretation for fouling in end of game situations. Perhaps coincidental timing. Really? <laughs> it's a big long thing, so I won't read oh, it. But yeah, you it, can go. You can go to Nick Curran's. Oh, it was awful. It. it wasn't a knockdown. It wasn't grab him by the throat, by the neck, push two handed. It was, hey, reach around, hit him. A little bit, act like you're going for the ball, which everybody does in this situation. The referee just got ahead of his skis a little bit. He's out of his depth. I mean, how do you how are you going to call that when you know a team's trying to foul? It's great strategy by Louisville, yeah. and it backfires because the referee doesn't do their job. We saw in the Kentucky game last night, Reed Shepard went in for a layup. They called goaltending, and at the at the time – it was a media timeout right after, but at the time they went to commercial, I thought, well, that wasn't goaltending. I thought it in live action. Come back from commercial, well, they disallowed that uh, basket. They looked at it at the, during the break. Kentucky got the rebound and had a putback. Okay? Mm-hmm. They get, Ole Miss got the ball. Ole Miss got the ball because it was good block. It's, the rules got to change. Yeah. 
it's got to change because we've seen it too many times now. We saw it in the Louisville game, um, I think it's Syracuse. Yeah. When they called the goal 10, Syracuse went up, laid it up. Or they did they call the goaltender or did they not call it? Well, it, it they, they said it was goaltender. They said it was. And it wasn't. And it wasn't, but Syracuse got a uncontested follow dunk that didn't count because the referee blew his whistle. Man, the start of that game last got night, that Kentucky chance. game. Got a chance. Good grief. Chris Beard. So many replay reviews. Uh, we got we got to check it, guys. We got to check it. And he got his wish every single time. Really? You didn't see that? There was probably five replay watched, reviews in I the first I watched it eight from minutes. the time it came on ESPN. The Syracuse-Carolina game went, uh, okay. went way over. Yeah, there were a couple of reviews before it had switched back over. But, yeah, it was it was pretty exhausting. Also, I love getting it right. I love getting it right. Mm-hmm. But, man, it can't take that long. Do what the NFL does. You have a certain, somebody in the New York office that goes, uh, guys, you got that wrong, period, change it. That's it. Also, uh, Jeff Walls is getting ready to meet with the media. Rick Bozich posted that he is teasing a fresh interpretation of the intentional foul rule, and Walls says, I won't disappoint. <laughs> so that seems like must watch. All right, Scoot, I got to go. I got a press <laughs> conference to get to. Uh, you, can you t- finish the show here? <laughs> All right, uh, so the goal 10 last night, the Jeff Walls, the officiating's just gotten horrible. It's gotten horrible. And uh, some of the time these guys are scared to call stuff because of replay. They're scared to call it, but most of the time they make the call like the goaltends that we were talking about, and it's a bad call. They made the call on the intentional foul. Bad call. And I don't know why they couldn't review that. Why can't you review that? Yeah. Why can't you go back and look at it and say, yeah, I was wrong. It wasn't an intentional foul. It, it, what? It's just because I know so it's gray. a judgment call, but you can go back and rejudge it, can't you? It's just gotten so gray what we can and can't review, you know? Oh, and it's got to be under two minutes mm-hmm. or under one. Well, you know, it's got to be, well, you know, well, that play's going to matter later in the game, right? It's going to matter. Just because it's just because there's 14 minutes left in the game doesn't mean that's not a pivotal play. The problem comes in if you're going to, if you're going to review everything, these games are going to take two and a half hours. Easy. They take two and a half now, some of them. Carolina did last night because they were fouling at the end, trying to get back in the game. By the way, a little bit of breaking news here. Go. Ohio State's going to part ways with Chris Holtman. Man, I thought you were going to say Ryan Day. Nope. Chris Holtman. I didn't really think you were going to say Ryan Day. <laughs> is that official now? It uh, doesn't seem like or it's official quite season? yet. No, it, it seems like it's going to happen today. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> it Pete had, a referee text, had a referee text the oh. show here. Let's hear it. Rarely called, meaning uh, talking about intentional foul. As in once in 30 years as a ref, I called it, it, but it was a shove to the ground. Not the UofL play. That was a barely a touch. Yeah, I agree. It was. It was Jimmy's, barely a touch. Jimmy refs got it. Jimmy refs all over it. All right, Kentucky 75, Ole Miss 63. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Unyenso, here. okay, here's what Cal did last night. And Yenso started, and when he subbed, you didn't see Aaron Bradshaw. You didn't see Big Z. Big Z never saw the floor last nope. night. And Bradshaw didn't get in until the second half. He's He has decided the guys that look like they might play defense are going to play. That's it. Bradshaw fouls too quickly. He's done it all year long. Um, he's not ready for collegiate athleticism. 
coming at him. So Cal just said, I'm going to go with Ugo, and when Ugo needs a break, we'll put in, we'll have Trey Mitchell in there with, uh, and, and we'll just go small. And then they teased that lineup too, the Trey Mitchell, Aduthiero lineup. Yeah. That lineup came in and promptly got outscored 8 nothing. <laughs> Snap of a it finger. Was, yeah, it was quick, but they, they got it back together. Uh, Ugo, eight points, three rebounds, 10 blocks. Don't you get him another bucket there yeah. somewhere along the way? I feel like you have to. And say, give me 10, 10 point, 10 block, double double. I guess not. Um, Reeves had 15 points, seven rebounds. Reed Shepard again, 13 points, four rebounds, five assists, five steals last night. Uh, he, and Jay Billis said it. He's just got a nose for the ball. He knows how to reach. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't slap down. He's always reaching for the ball, not trying to knock it away. He, uh, knows how to reach. He had five steals last night. Justin Edwards had his best game as a Wildcat. Go ahead. You were going to say First seven. Yeah, I was just going to say, Jay Billis kind of drives me nuts. He had that. The whole ice cream thing, man. The whole ice cream thing is exhausting. Let it go. First of all. Let it go. But then he had that comment about about Reed Shepard, how I bet Cal would trade one of those steals per game for him to basically know where he's at on the floor defensively. Like, shut up. Shut (laughs) up. Dude got five steals. That's valuable. Uh, Justin Edwards, 12 points. Best game as a Wildcat, I think. Rob Dillingham had 10. Kentucky shot just under 52%. They did hold Ole Miss to 37.5. That tells me the defense was better. Now, there's always going to be a game that you play a team that just flat out can't throw it in the ocean. And maybe that was this game. So, while Kentucky fans should be cautiously optimistic here, they should be optimistic because it was better last night. Now, I think a lot of that, you look at the shooting numbers and it's better. Even the scoring, I mean, Ole Miss only putting up 63 or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. But Kentucky also slowed that game down. They they did not push the pace like they have been all year. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't either. As a fan. I just, you know what, run and gun. Score some points. You're going to turn over. They had 15 turnovers last night, which is the most they've had all season long. Well, and a bunch of them were just inexcusable. Oh, Guys, did the ball just slipping just, out oops, of hand. Oops, yeah. here you go. Take it. Trey Mitchell had one in the lane where he just <laughs> drops it. It was weird. Um, so they're not going to do that, you know, very often. 15 turnovers. They're, I don't know what the average game, somewhere in the seven area. Um, so that was a bit of an anomaly. Six of 18 from three. That's okay. Ole Miss was only five of 22. Kentucky out rebounded Ole Miss. They haven't done that to many teams this year. 37 34. Now it gets uh, real again. You go to Auburn on Saturday. They're 19-5. I mentioned they're home tonight against South Carolina, so they'll be coming off of that game. Saturday, 6 o'clock, once again, ESPN. Turn on The Cats are playing. They're on ESPN. The only time they're on SEC Network is when they're playing Vandy or Missouri. That's it. Vandy, Missouri. Otherwise, it's CBS or ESPN. By the way, Kentucky averages 10 turnovers a game. Really? Yep. I, yeah, was, I, I was a little surprised by that as well. Research. I should do research. <laughs> but 15, I mean, that's 50% above their average. Yeah. And say, yeah, I can do math. I might, I might not be able to do research, but I can do a little bit of math. Not a lot of math. I can do a Still little bit. Still got the fastball. Uh, the curve has deserted me, though. <laughs> uh, so, Cats win 17-7 and seven overall, 7-4 and four now in conference play. Uh, one of these two teams tonight – uh, South Carolina or Auburn is going to be have another 
conference loss. So Kentucky will pick up a game on one of those two teams because um, Auburn is eight and three. South Carolina is nine and two. So you say Auburn will, you know, you say they'll both be nine and three after tonight, right? I do. Yeah. So in any event, which that's the best case scenario for Kentucky. Absolutely. Because now you got a chance to go to Auburn and take care of that business as well and he, and get tied with Auburn and you have the tiebreaker with Auburn. Yep. So South Carolina, Alabama nine and two. Auburn eight and three coming into tonight. Tennessee is seven and three. Of course they're in the Fayetteville tonight. And then Kentucky and Florida both seven and four. Um all right, the cards. Lose, we'll talk about that. Scooter's on the phone. He doesn't want to send me to break. Uh, we'll talk about uh, his his uh, adventures with St. X basketball on Monday night as well. Woo-hoo. We'll talk about uh, that more coming on, on the other side. I forgot how to do this. Spears on Sports <laughs> presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Game. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the concrete. Final segment on this Wednesday. It's Ash Wednesday for you Catholics out there. Scoots, what'd you give up for Lent? Uh, I'm going to do no alcohol and no sodas. That's, yeah, a, that's a lot. You might as well kill me. A big. That's a big, that's a big, big ass. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard. That's pretty I, good. I think I've got it. So do you eat meat today? Uh, I have not eaten meat yet today. You're not going to, right? I can't on Ash Wednesday? No. Fish sandwich. Mm. Stick with fish, tuna fish, peanut butter. That's unfortunate because I made myself <laughs> a couple turkey burgers last night. Well, and you one, might of, one of them was for lunch today. So, Well, you might as well have some bourbon. <laughs> and what else do you give up? Sodas. You might as well have bourbon, mix it with some Coke because you're going straight <laughs> to hell if you eat uh, meat today. Fish but does sound that's good. That's what I was taught when I was eight. In the catechism book. Maybe I'll get some shrimp. Uh, yeah, the wife and I are going to go uh, get some fish after uh, after the show. A little lunch. Fish lunch. Thanks for the invite. Uh, you're more than welcome. Yeah, that's what I thought. I have things Crickets. to do. Crickets. Crickets. I have things to do. Don't ask for an invite if you're not going to get it. <laughs> that is bad form. 13 games in the association tonight, by the way. So my overs are all set to go. Uh, the NBA All-Star Game is Sunday. Do you care? Not really. Yeah, no, I, nobody cares. I do kind of. I am interested to see how the Steph Curry, Sabrina, Ionescu thing. That works is out. interesting. Yeah. Uh, Steph says it might change the game. By the way, I'm going to give you. Don't look. Okay. All right. The East, the West is a three point favorite on Sunday. Okay. I know it means nothing. What do you think the over under for the All Star game is? I will let oh, you get man. it within. If you get it within thirty. I will win you. You will win a prize. I don't know what I give you, but you'll get something. I'm gonna go with three hundred forty-two, three sixty-seven and a half. You I did, did it. You did it. Yes. You got within twenty-five and a half. <laughs> I almost said twenty. <laughs> Hang on, three sixty-seven and a half. That's, That's one eighty-four a piece. <sighs> will you take a stab at that? That number's, I mean, if we go by our Vegas rule, that number's way too high. We got to take the over. You got to right? go with the over. That number's <laughs> way too high. Last year went over. It was 
184, 187, 184, something like that. Crazy. I mean, for the first three and a half quarters, yeah. they're just getting open jump shots and dunks. and Yeah, but, you know. They play zero defense until about halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, you're right. They're they're bouncing balls off the backboard so yeah. somebody else can dunk it. By the way, did you see that Tyrese Halliburton pass last week? I did not. Where he, he was going driving into the lane, stops at the free throw line, throws the ball off the backboard, catches it like he's going to slam it home. He's got a man wide open in the right corner, catches it off the backboard, passes it to him, splash. It, you got, was, it was awesome. And if a guy does that, you have to make the shot. Yeah, for sure. If you miss a shot, then you you should just start running the stairs of the arena. It's kind of like the big Z pass behind the back. Exactly. I mean, that shot had to go. got to make it. Yeah. Or run the stairs. That's it. <laughs> um, did you see this? The Warriors made a play to get LeBron. I did see that. They wanted, and Draymond Green, of all people, the tur- turd alert, was uh, instrumental in try- wanting to get him there, trying to get a deal done with the Lakers, but the Lakers said, man, we're just going to stick with what we got. Does Is LeBron in L.A. next year? It doesn't seem like it, no. It does not seem like he's uh, happy in Hollywood. I think it depends on what they do from a coaching perspective because I don't, I don't know that he wants to play for Ham. Uh, the Lakers are ninth in the West right now. They would be in the play-in portion of the tournament. Oh, I forgot we had a play in now. Uh, 29 and 26, nine and a half games out of uh, first place. It is bunched up in the West. The Celtics have a six-game lead in the East right now. That's pretty large. Mm-hmm. Cavaliers are second, believe it or not. And then uh, Milwaukee, who you love right now, right? They're on my poop list. <laughs> Milwaukee was, uh, I don't know what the number was, but they were minus – 350 last night, yep. something like that, mm-hmm. and lost. Got, it didn't just lose. Got killed. Got destroyed by Miami in Milwaukee. Uh, but they're third, Knicks are fourth, uh, Sixers are fifth, going nowhere without Joel Embiid. And then the Pacers. Without looking, who leads the West? This is Jeopardy. Phoenix. Who are the Phoenix Suns? Wrong. They're fifth. Who are the Oklahoma City Thunder? <clears throat> They're second, only a game back of Dallas. No, it wouldn't be Dallas. No, Clippers. Nope, they're third. It's a good guess though. I don't know if I know this. Nuggets are fourth. Pelicans are sixth. Then you got seven through ten as Mavericks, Kings, Lakers, Warriors. Who the heck am I missing? The Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh my god, I would have never gotten there. Thirty-eight and sixteen. They only score 113.7 points a game, but they give up only 107. That is, I believe, tops in the league. Let me double-check that number as I scroll up and down. 107 a game they give up. That's In this day and age, That's unbel- they got Rudy Gobert swatting everything away at the rim. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. That's a talented team. But you would not think for a second they would be the number one team in the West. But then here we are on uh, Valentine's Day. Don't forget to get your sweetheart something. And they are number one in the West. So there's your NBA. uh, When did I go there? About three minutes on the NBA? Four minutes? That's your NBA three minutes. Enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's never enough, Scoots, because I got three parlays tonight, a four-teamer, a five-teamer, and another four-teamer, all overs. I wish you luck. So, uh. I'm going to try my hand yeah. again at a Spears parlay tonight. Uh, South Carolina. Took the L last night. They win once in a while, and that's all you can ask for. Yep. 
South Carolina, Auburn tonight mentioned that 11th ranked Gamecocks and the 13th ranked Auburn Plainsmen or War Eagles or Tigers, whichever you prefer. 11 and a half point favorite SEC Network, 830. Nine o'clock Tennessee, 8th ranked Tennessee at Arkansas. The uh, Vols are eight and a half on the road tonight. And UConn and DePaul at nine o'clock. CBS Sports Network for that one. You know, after further thinking on this situation, 24 and a half. I, I like the system plays tonight. I like them both. You like the Hogs plus mm-hmm. eight and a half? I do. I think I like DePaul more than I like the Hogs. Musselman's going to take. Oh, I like the Hogs more than DePaul. Do the Hogs win outright? No. Unless Musselman takes the shirt off. Then maybe. What if DePaul wins that right? That would be awesome. That would be the story of the year. That would right be now. awesome. How bad would Louisville fan feel if that's the case? <laughs> uh, or actually, may well, make them feel, feel better. Better. Yeah, they're one of the three yeah. teams DePaul has beaten this year. Yep. Who, okay, here's a quiz for you. Who are DePaul's other wins against? Paul, oh, I couldn't tell you. South Dakota, the Jackrabbits. One of my favorite Dakotas, by the way. Louisville, and. Chicago State. Mm. And by the way, for the record, geography class, Chicago is not a state. That is not. All right, Louisville loses to Boston College 89-77. They led that game at halftime. I think it was 47-39. to I know they led by eight. That's that's correct. Scott Clark did not play. Uh, the Cards fall to 3-11 and in conference, 8-17 and overall. That is a four-win increase from last year. And you still got Notre Dame on the schedule. Man, I tell you what. Still got a couple winnable games on the schedule. I was telling my brother this, who's a big Louisville fan. They are going to – they have played well enough the last few weeks, and I think they'll continue to do so, where it's going to make it really interesting with the whole Kenny Payne thing. Well, what kind of riot will there be in this city if they fire – if they keep Kenny Payne? It it wouldn't be good. Let me tell you this. And I was there. I was at the press conference, the introductory press conference – I was hanging out throughout the whole process. There would have been a riot if he had not been hired. Mm-hmm. There would have. not. I mean, not nothing crazy, but there would have been an, an unbelievable outcry if he had not been hired. Now, if he is retained, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an unbelievable outcry by, by Louisville fan, Louisville season ticket holder, Louisville booster. I Every, do think, everybody's going to go nuts. I do think there's a faction of the fan base, though, that's like – that takes a look at the four wins last year and hey look he's doubled it up this well, year and they're playing a lot better maybe we should give him a third year i has, do think there is that he has action. doubled it up uh they are playing better no question about that i don't think based on butts in the seats nothing else yeah they can't you can up. give him a, yeah. another season because that 7000 that they had you mentioned for georgia tech mm-hmm. that's going to be 2000 uh, Tony Burke just texted, you didn't find Scoot a wife in Florida, question mark. Well, that was going to be, Tony, I, I'm surprising him after the show uh, for Valentine's Day. What with, a guy. Uh, you know, a brand new Thanks, uh, man. brand new woman. I always bring, I, when I go on vacation, I look for a woman for Scooter. Although I, and I, I know they have to be certain, there are certain qualifications they have to have. I, I didn't tell you she was in Florida, but that, yeah, you may have surprised me. Oh, she was probably on my beach. <laughs> Because we had a bunch of nobody spoke English on my beat. <laughs> uh, me and Be- Becco, with Becco were the only ones that spoke English. She can't talk back if she doesn't speak English. You understand what she, you say? She's not going to be offended. Uh, back to Louisville, by the way. Uh, Brent, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, twenty-one and nine again. He played well. Trey White had twenty-one and seven. Mike James fourteen. Tyler Johnson twelve. 
The bench last night, three points, four rebounds, no assists. Now, I know Sky Clark didn't play. Danilo didn't play. Uh, everybody else is hurt. Zan Payne didn't get in the game last What's night. What's up with Danilo? I don't know. I don't know if he's hurt or he just didn't get in the game. Uh, but no Sky Clark, of course. Three points, four rebounds. All three points from Curtis Williams, by the way. Thank you, Curtis. Uh, and I don't think I don't think Zan Payne played, but I, Zan played ten minutes. I was gonna say I gotta look that up because it seems wrong. Yeah, he played ten minutes. Okorafor got in for three minutes. That's about ten minutes too many, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, nearly every Louisville starter mean, last night played north of thirty minutes. Caleb Glenn was at twenty seven. And he only had six points and three rebounds, two of six from the field. Yeah, Zan, man, ten minutes. No points, three rebounds. Well, he had three of the four bench rebounds. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking for positives here, Scoot. <laughs> you found it. Louisville, 46.9%. And I mentioned this earlier, Boston College, 56.7% from the field. The second half scoring was 50 to 30. How about 47.8% from three? That's impressive. Uh, 11 out of 23. Yeah, Louisville was only 5 of 15. Uh, cards missed seven free throws. Boston College was 10 of 13. The cards did out-rebound the Eagles 35-28. But, uh, again, this has been a problem all year. They don't turn the other team over. If you're playing Louisville, you just don't turn the ball over because I, they don't it's get after pressure. you. They don't uh, defensively make you turn the ball over. Nine Boston College turnovers, and they scored 89 points. So it was an up-paced game, and they only had nine turnovers. Up next for the cards, at Pittsburgh. Uh, the Panthers are 16-8 and eight after an upset at Virginia last night. Um, Saturday, for a letdown. Saturday, I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> so everybody, it's always a letdown when you play Louisville because it, it kind of feels like they go, oh, we got to play Louisville. Mm, right. 6.30 ACC Network, uh, the Cards and the Panthers on Saturday night. So here's the remaining schedule. Where, where does Kenny Payne, how does he get 10 wins? That's the question, because he's got eight at Pitt, Notre Dame at home. Yep. That's a win, right? Yep. Notre Dame's got exactly the same number of conference wins as Louisville does. Three. Uh, At Duke? Nope. Nope. Syracuse at home? Maybe. That's very (laughs) noncommittal. Virginia Tech at home and Boston College at home. Yes. So. I think he wins three more. You know, that's. You finish the season three and three, you get 11 wins. Do we keep you? Oh, my God. Louisville fan would go nuts. (laughs) They would go ballistic. And I can't say as I blame them. Uh, All right, some of our other losses this week. Sunday, FAU beat Wichita State. Listen to this one, Scoots. It should have been a win. Wichita State was getting seven and a half. 95-82 in overtime. Yeah. Those are killers. That, that was a fun game. I watched a majority of those. Those are killers. You, you're sitting there with Wichita State plus seven and a half. You're winning the game a lot. You're feeling good about it. They go to overtime. Wichita State can't score. 95-82. How about Kansas Monday night? Jeez. I watched a lot of that game in uh, Fort Lauderdale. That was ugly. Whew. Bill Self gets tossed for the first time in his career. Kansas is a pretender. I hate to say it. I Actually, tried telling you that three weeks ago. Wait a minute. Ago. I love to say it. I hate Kansas. Thanks for listening. Tony Burke joins us tomorrow. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ass. <laughs>